Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code and all things electrically related. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host, and welcome to today's podcast. On today's podcast, we are going to talk about motivation. More specifically, we're going to talk to the journeymen, the apprentices, and the helpers out there who are really still in their journey. We're always continuing our journey as an electrician, but we're going to talk to those out there who are are doing the day-to-day thing. They're thinking, do I go to the next level? Do I become a master? Or if I'm a journeyman, do I become a contractor? Or or if I'm a, a, a helper, do I push forward and become a journeyman? Uh, or even in some states, you go from helper even to an apprenticeship program type of thing and about your career. Now, there's many people out there, especially the young millennials today that are lost in where they're going with their future. Obviously, you've heard me talk about the electrical industry. It's been a, a blessing for me and it's been for many people. Uh, and it, it really can give you an avenue to be able to be your own boss someday. You know, it doesn't require a college degree uh, to be an electrical contractor. Uh, you really can do very well. I have many friends that have done very well in the contracting industry. Um, and I have many friends that are, obviously I have many, many electrician friends who are doing wonderful work out there, uh, making great money, supporting their family. Uh, and, you know, there is a future for our electrical industry. Um, but there is many, many, many apprentices and helpers and journeymen who have put in their time. In other words, they've met the state requirements as far as the hours, the time, the documented time they need. Uh, And their only hurdle left is taking an exam. For some reason, they seem to freak out about exams or they don't want to take exams. Or I get calls from people all the time that have failed the thing twice and three times. And I'm like, relax, as long as there's no limitation on how often you can take it. Uh, it might cost you a little more money to have to reschedule for a test, but who cares? We're talking about your future here. So at the end of the day, look, uh, I really want to talk to the journeymen and the apprentices and, and the helpers. What are you waiting for? If you put the time in, you're wondering, other people have told you you don't know enough or you're, you're not well-rounded. You need to know commercial or industrial. You're just a residential guy or you're a commercial guy and you don't know enough residential or you don't know enough industrial. You need to ignore them because you don't need to be an electrician that is so rounded in everyone. Now, there'll be those out there. I'm sure they'll put their little thumbs down um, and that's fine. Um, but at the end of the day, you don't. You take if, if all your focus right now is is residential and that's what you can pass in order to get your license, just remember that a lot of the exams, uh, you can prepare for certain things on the exam. For example, people like me can teach you how to pass an exam. Okay, But what we teach you is how to navigate the National Electrical Code, which you're going to need in the rest of your career. But what we can't do is take the hands-on part. You have to do that. And if you put the time in, you qualify because you have done whatever your state requires in order to put that actual hands-on, learning the trade, learning the basic theories from your master, or maybe you're an apprentice that's being taught by a journeyman, uh, and that journeyman's being taught by a competent master. All of that things being said, you're getting that time in, and that's the, that is the, what the state requires. The state doesn't say that you have to be better than everybody else. It doesn't say that your knowledge has to be higher than anybody else. It just says, look, you put in the time. Not all electricians are created equal. We get that. All right. So if you put in the time and the next level for you is to take an exam. And only people say that, well, masters or journeymen take an exam. It doesn't mean anything. That's bull crap. It means a lot. It means that you had to pass the stressful environment of sitting down and passing a test. Now, in the real world, 
Well, you know how to do your hands work. You know how to do the hands-on stuff. You've done it. You put in the time if you've qualified. Now, many states' qualification levels can be different, but we're just talking in general. We're going to give you credit and say you put in the time that you could actually sit for an exam. So the exams do not take away the physical hands-on component of what you have to learn, whether you're in an apprenticeship program, uh, one of the union programs, IBEWs or NECA stuff, great programs, IEC, whatever the program you're in, or you're just working for an electrical contractor out there and in your state you're trying to get your documented time, uh, whether you went to a vocational school, I, you know, I strongly recommend vocational schools, uh, obviously that's what I went through back when I was 18, 17 and 18, but at the end of the day, Let's say you qualify to take the exam. What are you waiting for? Now, in your mind, you could be a journeyman for the rest of your life, and you might be happy because you're working for somebody else. Well, I disagree. I think you would be happier. You could stay with what you're doing, but go on and achieve the next level that you need to achieve. Not everybody wants to be an owner. I get it. Not everybody wants the responsibility of being the top dog. Uh, all of the, the, um, the buck stops here at the owner. I get it. And I'm not saying that. I'm just saying for your fulfillment in this industry, you should always be pushing to take your gain to the next level. Don't be scared of failure. Don't be scared that you're going to fail that exam so many times that somebody's going to look at you differently. Look, it's just like a doctor. When a doctor becomes an MD, it didn't matter whether they were first in their class or last in their class. Okay. Same goes for a lawyer. Okay. Once they get it, they've got it. So once you achieve that licensing requirement, you meet that minimum passing score, you are an electrician. You come into a unique brotherhood of electricians uh, and you, where you want to take your career is totally up to you. Um, so if you're an apprentice out there and you put in your time and you're ready to test out to become a journeyman, but somebody in your company is keeping you back or they're saying, ah, you don't know enough, you never know enough, you know what? Screw them. You do know enough. Sit down and take that test. And if you know you don't, if you have trouble with that test, at least that test will identify some areas of weakness that you can work on. You should constantly be striving to make yourself better. Always. Now, I moved out here to Texas, and I served as expert to the state of Texas through the PSI as well as the TDLR in helping develop the exams for the state testing and everything. But I resigned from that and had the special petition TDLR in the state in order to be able to take my uh, master's exam because I was part of the subject matter expert pool and I don't plan on being a, uh, a contractor here in, uh, in Texas unless there's some journeyman out there who's put in 15 years and they want to go out on their own and they can't seem to pass the master. You know, give me a call. Maybe I will help you by becoming part of your company. I'll be 51% owner of that company with a five-year licensing agreement and then at the end of five years... I'll sign 100% of the interest of mine over to you, and you can now have your company. I have no problem helping people achieve their goals. I would do that in a heartbeat for a competent a journeyman electrician here in the state of uh, uh, Texas who wanted to come to me and say, Paul, I need help, and I will give you that help. I don't have a problem partnering with you, okay? The state of Texas allows you to have multiple interests and be the designated master in multiple companies if you need help. I have no problem doing that because I believe in you. I believe that you can take your game to the next level, that you can be a master. Maybe you need some guidance, some business acumen training. Maybe you need some uh, somebody that has 
experience and bidding, contracting or whatever, uh, and that's what's holding you back, then that's the area you need to target. There's no problem with you being a journeyman and then taking extra classes on management, uh, accounting, whatever, because your overall goal is to someday be your own boss. Now, look, we need followers just as well as we need leaders, okay? Um, They both go hand in hand. But you, whether you feel like you're a follower or you're destined to be a leader, you have to understand that don't let tests get in your way. If you're an apprentice and you put in your time, your qualifying time, depending on the state that you're in, what's holding you back becoming a journeyman? Now, I know all states are different and not all licensing. They all don't have classes like in Texas. They got like eight or nine classifications of electrician. It's crazy. But you identify the goal that you want to have and don't stop. So I'm just going to talk about my parents' state where I originally became a licensee or where I was a contractor for years and, and everything. It was Virginia. Okay, Virginia has a process where you are a helper, you worked for a company, electrical contractor, and you learned from a journeyman. The journeyman license could not pull permits, could not be the principal in the electrical contracting business, but they worked for the master electrician. The master electrician could pull the permits, and basically that was the main difference, um, but the master is expected to know more. Okay. Now, you take that to Texas. Texas has so many licensing, but they do have a journeyman license and they do have a master license. And master is like the highest level of all the licenses. But at the end of the day, you should never stop trying to achieve. If you do a test and you fail it, big deal, man. I know it's depressing, but screw it. Take it again. Hell, man, you learn something new every time you take an exam. You should not be scared to take exams. Take them, fail them, take it again, fail it, pay the money, take it again. Every time, I know it's inconvenient, but that is just a hurdle in your life. When a doctor graduates, again, it doesn't matter whether or not they were top of their class or bottom of their class. They're still an MD, okay? The same thing applies to... um, whether you're a, uh, a lawyer, it doesn't matter whether you're at the top of your class or the bottom of the class. And again, all lawyers, all doctors, not all created equal, same as electricians, not all created equal, but you still have that license and you get to control your destiny. So I have just got back from a swing where I was teaching down through Florida and I had different electricians or different people say to me that they were, you know, some would say they're concerned about a test here or taking a test there and that they might fail this test or that test. And I'm like, why are you stressing it? Why would you why would you stress it? Just take the thing. Take the test. They're like, well, I might fail it. Who cares? Take the thing again. Um, if you really want to study for it, put in the time. There's a lot of online resources. Like I said, I give away free resources. You can think about me whatever you want to think about me out there. I really people have heard me say over and over again, I don't care what people think of me. Um Uh, And the reason I bring it up is simply because I sometimes can be controversial in things I say, and that's fine. I let things happen the way they happen. Have I lost possibly some book deals and some video contracts or some agreements because of my outspokenness? Sure. Um, And that's fine with me because I'm not stopping the way I am. And you should not stop the way you are. So if you're an apprentice and you put the time in, don't think you have to know everything because you don't. You only need to know enough to pass that exam. Then you can keep learning. 
then do a self-evaluation to determine. I know plenty of people who are very brilliant when it comes to the National Electrical Code. However, there's certain areas of the code that they don't focus on because they just don't deal with it. You know, I know a lot of electricians that don't deal uh, deal in certain aspects of certain installations because they shy away from it. And it's good to know your limitations. Don't get me wrong. Especially if you're a contractor and you're bidding and you're doing something. Uh, you really don't want to bid for something you know that you just... Uh, know that you're going to fail, okay, because you just aren't set up to do some of those large projects or some of those things that are just outside of your wheelhouse. I get it. And you need to know your own limitations. But when it comes to your career, if you're an apprentice, the next step for you, once you get amassed the amount of physical time in order to be able to sit for that exam to become a journeyman, you should be immediately ready to take that exam. In fact, when you start getting down to where you have a few hours left of your time to put in as a apprentice before you can test out to become a journeyman, then you should be already studying. Understand the National Electrical Code because that's what these tests are based on. Uh, and when you're a journeyman, once you get in enough time, you should be ready to take that master. Now, there'll be those out there who will be naysayers. Trust me. You'll have these negative people that s- circle around you. Block them out because they're just miserable in their self. I believe in you. You believe in yourself. You just have to look down deep inside and say, look, I can do this. Now, I've got my master's licenses in multiple states. Do I plan on going out there and being an electrical contractor for myself in the state of Texas? First of all, it's too damn hot. I'm going to tell you that right now. I ain't crawling in no attics. Much, I give much respect for you guys out there that are out there in the field, busting it, learning it, staying up to date with the changes in technology. Hey, you get all my props, okay? You're an electrician like me. You're the next generation. You're pushing forward. Hey, I can appreciate that. Um, but at the end of the day, why did I get it? Because I kind of teach thousands of people to pass exams and teach them the code. I felt like I owed it to it. And I couldn't do it when I was served as one of the experts for the state uh, in the in the exam process. So I had to step away. And so in 2017, I stepped away in order to wait a certain amount of time and then petition the state to let me take the exam. Uh, and then, of course, I aced the exam in the upper 90s and, uh, you know, there's the two questions I believe I missed. I protested because I think they're written wrong. But hey, you can't be perfect with everything, right? It doesn't matter. You got it. Once you got it, you got it. I learn something new every day, man. I, really, I do not know it all. Um, I have people contact me all the time say, you must know everything about the code. Absolutely not. There are certain people out there that I know that I feel probably do know everything about it. Or at least that's the perception. And uh, I highly respect them. I do not. I... Uh, in fact, when I teach code, you got to remember that I teach 2011, 2014, uh, 2017. Uh, I'm working on 2020, uh, and we're writing public comments and public inputs for 2020, and working with all that. And occasionally, I'll get asked a question on the 20, uh, 2008 code. Uh, it gets difficult for somebody like me who has to try to answer questions. Now, the person that's asking the question is, you know, they're intimate with whatever code they're dealing with. But me, I have to try to uh, be able to remember all of the different nuances between all of these codes. And let me tell you what, as I get older, I'm finding it more and more of a challenge. That's just me, you know. So, um, again, there's going to be haters out there. That's fine. But I'm going to send you this message. If you're a journeyman electrician and you've got your actual time in to be able to test for the master. Don't let anybody tell you that you don't know enough and that you shouldn't test out. 
Don't listen to them. They're idiots. If you're working in purely residential work and it's time for you to take that master's, take the damn test. If you're a commercial guy and you've never done residential, take the test. Okay? If you need help, seek out somebody like me or somebody you trust, a friend, anybody that can help you with your, prepare you for an exam. That does not mean that you should not move your career forward. Now, if you're a journeyman, you work for a company and you get a master and they're not going to give you your own crew or send you out, no big deal. You'd still be doing what you did anyway before. That's fine, but they'll be doing it differently now. You'll be doing it as a master. Um, and people will treat you differently. Um, I've often said, one of the greatest achievements in my life, other than uh, you know my family and, and things like that, is and, and even that's been a challenge for me through the years. Um, but uh, because I spent so much time on the road and gone, that you know you can't get time back. I, you know I cannot get back lost time with my family, uh, pushing for this career. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, it's the greatest achievement to me ever. And I don't care what anybody says. For me, it wasn't the schooling. It wasn't what I did after I left high school. It wasn't uh, any type of training I've done. It was becoming a master electrician. And it, it, it never gets old. When I go from Virginia and I go to Texas and I want to take the test for the masters here and I, you know, and I have to go through what I had to go through to get it because everybody knows me there. Everybody knows, and, and it's not so easy to say, let me take it. Um, but I, I ended up doing it pretty rapidly once I got that letter back from the state. And uh, I said, dude, let's do this. This will be, this will be fun. And I went it. it was, I did it. Uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I never stress out for tests. And you should not stress out for tests. If you fail it, take it again. It's a mental thing. Take it again. You've got this. So anyway, um, my message is, if you're a journeyman and you become time to be able to sit for your master's, do it immediately. If you're an apprentice and you're ready to become a journeyman, do it immediately. Don't let anybody else tell you you're not ready. Don't listen to anybody else. You are ready. Now, you might have, you have obviously going to still have a lot to learn in this industry. But I can tell you, there are a lot of master electricians out there that know nothing about commercial, nothing about industrial. Okay? There's a lot of industrial guys that don't know anything about the core commercial aspects or, or light commercial or even know a thing about residential. All you got to do is go on any message board and watch the topics and follow the streams of what people are talking about. Um, I get questions a day from master electricians that still ask me what's the maximum height of a switch when it comes to like the main disconnect height. And I'll say six foot seven. Okay, And they've been masters for years. And they don't understand the concepts. Okay, uh, I still will post stuff on the message boards, or, you know, just to see responses. When I say, "Would you have to secure a non-metallic sheath cable uh, about how many feet?" and the answer is four and a half feet between secure and support points, and they will continually say six feet, five and a half feet, eight feet. Uh, these are masters. Trust me. You don't have to know it all, but what you do need to do is keep moving forward. Keep moving forward in your career. Okay, Don't let anybody hold you back. And so I got a call the other day from a, a guy who's been an electrician for years, and he's failed the master test multiple times. And he called me, and you could really tell the stress uh, in his – just you could tell the stress from him. Uh, and he was having to have somebody else be his designated master, which means they own 51% of his company. Um, 
and uh, because that's just the way it works in the in, in Texas. He wasn't a master, but you're still allowed to own your company. And uh, I said, well, why are you doing that? Why don't you become the master? He said, well, I've failed a test twice. And he was really could feel the stress in his voice. And I said, you can do this, man. You can do this. You know, you just need to study, but then you need to go in there with a positive attitude because sometimes when you go to take a test, you get you see the first two questions and, and you're like, oh, I don't know those answers right away. All of a sudden, it kicks in and you start getting stressful and now this test becomes a... No, there is techniques to move past that. You mark them, you go on and say, all right, I'll probably find the answer as I'm looking through the code later. I'm just going to mark this one to come back later and I'm going to move on. And there's certain techniques, but it's really a mental thing and I like to help people with that. Um... Again, don't stress tests because if you fail it, yeah, it's inconvenient. Yeah, it means you might have to drive some distances or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you might have to pay some extra money to take the test again or whatnot, but who cares? I mean, we're not all rich. I get it. But if $100 or $125 or whatever it is for an exam is going to break you and you don't have a friend that can help you out or something like that, then what kind of friend are they? Really? I mean, you know, that that's what, what I'm talking about. I mean, uh, I give away thousands of hours and podcasts and videos to try to help you pass the exam, and I don't want a dime for them. I want to see you succeed. So you can say what you want about me, but I have spent my career trying to help other people succeed. I just went down to Florida and went to four IAI chapters. Okay, We didn't charge a thing. It cost the company that hosted me, Encore Wire, probably close to $3,800 to have me down there for four days to just to drive rental cars, hotels, airlines, my salary, everything. Never charged anybody a dime down there to try to help people understand the code. All right? Um, and Encore didn't have to do that. I didn't have to do that. Why do we do that? Because we believe in helping people. We believe that it's going to make you a better electrician or a better inspector. That's what it's all about. Okay, I'm not selling you a collection of books for a thousand dollars. Okay, to teach you. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying I'm not doing that. Okay. Yes, I sell courses to help you prepare for an exam. I didn't develop these courses. Okay. When I help somebody, it's usually on a one-on-one. Okay, that I help them after we identify what problem they had in their in their. Um, testing process because you get a printout usually to tell you what your weaknesses are. That's the kind of stuff that I'll do. Um, Or you can watch my videos. So moral of the story, push forward. Don't let anybody tell you you're not ready. Okay, You know when you're ready. If you put in the time, uh, here's the other thing. If If you're a journeyman and you have a master or somebody that says you're not ready, that's their fault. It's not your fault. You put in the physical time. It was their responsibility to teach you what they know. Now, if they think you're not ready, then they're, they've probably been doing it for 30 years. Were they ready when they took theirs? No. That's the biggest problem I have today is when I go in, I, I sit for these exam development committees, and everybody's writing these damn exams, and they write them like you've been a master for 30 years. And I'm like, time out. These tests are called entry-level tests. You're not mad. When you sit for the master, it doesn't mean you know everything. So, but they want to write the test as if you know everything. Like they want to keep be the gatekeepers of this, this destiny that people have. No. That's why the passing rate, for example, in the state of Texas is like 30% or something like that. Because the, the tests, they're not hard. But 
it's being written by all of us that that you know that try to put our experience into it and some of us have you know 30 years of experience uh, when it's not what the test should be all about everybody can agree to disagree I know the other ones out there who say no no they need to know this well okay holier than thou superstar great great super electrician I get it you're better than everybody else I got it I understand that you, you have a golden pouch and you have a golden set of clients I get it but not everybody else is like that Okay, so don't let anybody tell you you're not ready. If you put in the time and you have the qualifications to allow you to sit for the exam, sit for the exam. Take your career to the next level, okay? Shameless plug for the, for the Certified Master Electrical Co-Professional Program. You're a master electrician. Don't think your journey's over because now your next level of journey can be in, and that's what that whole program's all about. You can find out more about that program over on www.mycmecp.com. You can learn more about that. If you wish to take your game to the next level, that's up to you. It's a self-paced program with some incorporated testing that's required to make sure that you understand the fundamentals. Then you become a part of a group where we do continuing training once you achieve that level. Okay, and that's what we're all about. It's ongoing training. Okay, so anyway, don't let anybody hold you back, my friends. Achieve your destiny. If you're happy with being a helper, so be it. If you're happy with being a journeyman, so be it. But my belief is you can still do that performance role, but you need to take your career to the highest peaks that you can do it. Become a master. Become a journeyman. Become an apprentice that moves to a journeyman. Okay, If you're a helper, become an apprentice. Get into a formal program. That's what this message is all about. All right, that's enough for this one. It's 25 minutes of me rambling. God bless. Till next time, stay safe. Uh, and uh, again, move forward. Okay, Got to always be moving forward.